Hello, welcome to Future Balls. I'm Nathan Waters. I'm Tristan Grace. We've got balls in a bingo ball machine. We spin them, three come out, three future topics, and we combine them on the fly. Hells yeah, so we come up with new ideas all the time. And we've got our first one here, which is future work. Mm, what is work in the future? Please, no work. <laughs> Just none. And we've got the second one, which is AI. Oh, there you go, solved. Yeah, I know, it's kind of sorted, right? And the lucky last, oh, launched off the table. It is van life. (laughs) Ha, 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 (laughs) nice. Okay, this is pretty cool. I like these three. Chill in the van and just like not have to work. Yeah, with an AI to solve it all for you. And the AI can drive it. There you go. Sort of done. Oh, this has been a future. <laughs> I'm Nathan Waters. I'm Tristan Grace. Thanks for, thanks for listening. I, I like the idea of a, if you are living in a van and like you're totally set away from like society and maybe you've just got an AI set up to just automatically work for you, like you could just do whatever. It, it could be the one actually interacting with the world while you go away and just live the hedonistic lifestyle. That could kind of be a thing. <laughs> I almost think that's I was, I was complaining a bit today on Facebook I think that's almost what Zoomers and Alphas are kind of expecting the future to be <laughs> Like they all just want to operate in the they all just want to be entertainers they just want to like operate in the attention economy and just like entertain people but I was like dude I don't think we're there yet like unless unless somehow we get some crazy fucking AGI pop up in the next decade they could just do everything like there's going to be a lot of work to do. We still need like engineers. We need people doing work every day to like fucking automate this shit. Like it's not going to be a walk in the park. Oh yeah. Yeah. We are um, not there yet, but soon though, you can kind of yeah. see the future out there on the horizon, but there's all of those, like, you know, the little niggly bits that you have to deal with right now. Very frustrating. And all the landmines on the way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh so yeah. So many landmines. <laughs> What's your favorite landmine? What's going to happen and blow up? Uh, I don't know, rent. <laughs> I think landlords, it's just like there's between us and the future, there's just a whole bunch of landlords holding grenades in their hands that you have to like get past. <laughs> I don't know. That's the first thing that came to mind. Because <laughs> it's like, oh, we could be living a life of leisure, but the landlord's are like, oh, how about I take 50% of your time and income away from you? <laughs> and yeah, Wouldn't well, that be a shame? Say that they end up owning the vans as well, right? And uh, Or say it's the AI that oh, owns fuck, the van, yeah. so you're just living in this little box that moves around. And hey, it's even cheaper than having to build land because you don't need to buy the land. I mean, how great is that? Uh, from the landlord's yeah. perspective, of course. Yeah, rent-seeking on... on <laughs> Artificial scarcity, yeah, that'll be. Oh dear, that's something I fear. Yeah, but I do. But on the van, like, can I, I can. I guess I can riff on the van life thing because that's something mm-hmm. I see as a, uh, a an interesting future, but also an an initial out. So, like, you've obviously got the like once once we have self driving cars, then um, van life becomes way more comfortable and novel and interesting, and okay. and can actually like. Um, uh, compete against fixed housing in terms of like what it can offer because you you basically just like they're just like brooms on wheels at that point um and you can do stuff like just you know take me here take me there or just you know if you're out somewhere and you just say okay uh, come pick me up and it just comes and picks you up and like then you're home Hell um, yeah. well it, if it is combined well with ai like van life that it, it is kind of you just say to the well the van i want to actually end up over here and then it just 
drives around. Like if it's connected to your calendar, sorted around like, you know, how you work and how you do things, then, you know, whenever it gets near lunch, the van automatically just drops you off where you want to go. And then you're in like, you know, a picturesque location. You go and like, you know, have your lunch by the beach and then you move along to the next town. And as you work your way, you know, following the seasons, right? Or something like that. That would be yeah. kind of amazing from like that perspective, not having to drive and you just work in the back as you get ferried around the world. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. And then, and then for work, like you could, you could do stuff where it's like, um, you know, imagine you're living in, in Sydney at the moment and it's like, oh no, um, uh, you just get pinged and it's like, Hey, we've got some work for you in Melbourne, like, um, for the next three months, like, you know, it's a, a really good contract, like come down here for three months and you're just like, okay, cool, done. And you literally just, the van drives to Melbourne and now you're in Melbourne. It's, just, it's not a big issue. Um, that's that's kind of incredible and that could actually be a big force in the future that actually acts against um the whole like zoom working you know everyone's like now because of the pandemic and stuff that oh everything will be done over video chats and stuff and they're saying all the trends are towards the towards that like you read articles and stuff now that's all people are saying and you have to wonder what's going to balance against that and maybe it's a full self-driving will actually allow that to happen and the van life community which is actually growing you have the digital nomads just being able to go to wherever you want to go and you know, meeting that way yeah. that could be a force. I think that's it. Like, obviously, like if you're doing, if you're having to work with people in different countries, then yeah, it's, yeah. it makes sense to go for the kind of full immersive VR, AR, holographic type thing. But mm. uh, definitely like, you know, you want to, I, I still think the future of, of work is going to be like working with people because the, the feedback loops are just so much tighter. Yeah. Um, and like, unless you can like 100% mimic reality <laughs> in a, in an AR type setting, then yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be way better just to have like a group of people working on stuff. But I, I like this idea of like, you know, three month projects because the idea of like working for one company on one project for even like, I can't even fucking deal with six months, like six months, my limit. That's literally when I get fired is at about the six month mark because I'm just like fucking done with the bureaucratic bullshit of, of jobs, <laughs> nine to five jobs. Like it's literal, it's literal fucking slavery guys. Like it's terrible. I don't know how people do it. Um, I avoid it at all costs and those costs are high. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, definitely the future of work. Like I love this idea of um, kind of like a peer to peer referral economy where um you build up these kind of collective intelligence networks of who knows each other and who knows what they're good at and what you are good at. And then it's just like, anytime anyone has any request, it doesn't have to be paid. It could be anything. It could be like, I need help with X or I need someone who's really good at Y. You should just be able to like request it, not in some little closed platform, like, you know, blah, blah, blah.com. It should just be like in any, in any network, it's just all distributed and interconnected. And you say, I need this. And it just routes through that network either automatically based on previous kind of um, neural pathways that have been forged or manually if someone, you know, it, it lands in your inbox and it says, hey, do you know anyone who's good at this thing? And you go, yeah, I do actually. And you forward it onto them. And so you should be able to wake up in the morning and it's just like, hey, do you want to do work today? Like, do you need money today? And you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I do. And you, <laughs> you, you log into it and it's just like, you know, here's like a 10 grand project for the next couple of days. Do you want to do that? And you're like, fuck yeah. And it's like matched to you. It's like perfectly like stuff you want to be doing with your life, like stuff you're really good at. Um, also, you could you say know, stuff you want to like kind of level up in it as well. Like as you start learning, like say a new technology, you're kind of like, hey, I've learned a little bit about this. I want to focus more on it. So you could kind of say, hey, look, I'm looking for more jobs around this level. And it could tailor it towards more of a junior person that allows you to kind of grow in that area, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And oh, yeah, that's a lot. Yeah. 
that's a similar idea I've had in the past. I don't know. I don't know if I like that idea anymore. The leveling up, um, kind I of guess like it could be intangible though. But like, it, how do you know if people are good at certain things? I guess, or I mean, people yeah. can just say like you just learn as you go, right? You don't need an actual, uh, you know, a proper uh, number next to your name saying that you're level forty-seven in uh, web development. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that was the idea I had way back with uh, Purism was like doing uh, level idea numbers, and I was like, well. That's very dehumanizing, and there's a lot of ways to game that. Oh yeah, totally. <laughs> but but um, I I do like the idea of uh, like peer to peer education. Like the best person to learn from isn't someone who's like the expert in that particular topic. It's like the person who is just one or two steps ahead of you. Oh, absolutely. Because they're, they're so much at a, at a closer level to you that they'll be better to explain what the next two steps are. Yeah, the next um, little bit. Yeah, and if you if you can connect those two people together in in as real a time as possible, then you get this like massive feedback loops going on. Yeah, fuck yeah. Well, that's kind of a big thing. Like we talk about like say future work, but a lot of it comes down to like future education too. Because uh, to be able to do certain types of work, you need to actually be educated first to get to that level. And so the education kind of needs to be redone. I think a little bit to you know better work in that way because so many things like. You know, just talking from a perspective of, say, a programming is uh, like, you know, the rise of boot camps and stuff compared to, you know, the four-year education. And I know yeah. definitely from my experience back at university that a lot of the people who came out of those four years couldn't actually code, which was uh, mind-blowing. <laughs> they didn't even teach Git. <laughs> <laughs> Shocking. So, yeah, that, that, I guess that kind of becomes a big part of it. And I, I like what we spoke before about with, uh, with van life, that as you're separated from people, you, you still need that you know, the connection within your tribe, within your community on that topic, which is was really useful, I guess, with universities and that type of stuff that you start teaching each other. Got to get into I, the I, AR, the VR, right? I don't know. What the fuck? Yeah. I almost think too that um, I think with education, it's going to, it's, the future is definitely like in real time. Like you should learn as you go. Mm. Um, this idea of like, um, I mean, for, for maybe stuff where it's like, um, you know, building a bridge and like doing heart surgery. Like, okay, you should probably like spend some time on the theory before you get into it. But for, for most things, like I, I, even like a three month boot camp, like I don't think that makes sense. It should just be like, um, like a staggered process. Like you don't mm. want to break down tasks so much that they're so boring that you just like, you know, you, you move a pin from one box to another. Yeah. It should be oh, something, absolutely. it should be something reasonably complex and interesting, but it should be like matched to your level mm. so that as you go along, you're learning as you go. I guess that's uh, something where an AI could really help because uh, if it actually, say, has information, uh, absolute information. Yeah, exactly. It whips you until you learn. <laughs> Wrong, monkey. Do it again. <laughs> Get to the next step. Faster. <laughs> so, so, so back to your other point about, um, like, say, heart surgery or building a bridge, right? So you could still break that down, I guess, into smaller levels. Or if the, if the AI knew all of your skills and all the different work that you've done, if that was totally shared... You could then watch, say, the best people actually performing heart surgery. You could understand, oh, that's how this bit kind of works. And you kind of, un- like a lot of the work would be learning that, I guess, to start with. And the AI could guide you on different bits. You could have different practice and stuff happening in VR. And then when you have like your first real assignment, you've still got the uh, expert standing over you, like, you know, checking, which I'm guessing is how it works right now with heart surgery. I'm, I doubt that they just let someone just go nuts with it to start with. There's probably a whole bunch of people. But Who knows? Uh, they, pr- they probably do. They just don't tell the patient. <laughs> well, I've often wondered about that. Like, you're not going to go into heart surgery and be like, okay, this is Dave's first day. <laughs> you're yeah. welcome. He'll be performing your heart surgery today. <laughs> you're like, oh, God. Oh, man. 
Yeah, that's another thing that's just not opened up. And like with so much of the outrage with privacy, which rightly justified outrage with privacy, um, like actually letting an AI have complete access to how you work and what your actual skills are, like it could really, really help you grow and benefit if done in the right way. Of course, the exploitation, you know, very easy to be done as well, but... Holy yeah, shit, yeah. that would be great. Just if it, you could apply it to yourself, you're in control of the AI. Let me level up in this. Tell me what to learn next. I don't fucking know. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's like, well, how much? Uh, I wonder if it gets to the point where um, there's just there's certain things where it's like the AI is like, oh, I, I mean, I could teach you. I could just do it for you. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> like, like particular, I'm thinking like coding, like, you know, oh, the, yeah. the whole code, codex thing that's coming out with GitHub and stuff. Like, mm. um, you know, maybe there's you could have an AI watching you code, and it could be like, "Well, I could teach you how to do this thing," or it could just be like, and "Just yeah, does it." Just for does you. it. Well, yeah. If it knows how to do it, why is it teaching the monkey to do that? And so, yeah. I, I guess that comes down to like it's been. We may have mentioned it before, but the whole thing that uh, uh it's going to be white collar jobs that actually get automated first because they're just you know doing stuff on a screen, and once an AI can actually just do all the things on a screen. You know, you can automate the fuck out of a whole bunch of white collar jobs. So maybe the AI's purpose there is more of the, say, the heart surgeon. Even that could be done by a robot, I guess. But more of the, like, you know, interacting with the physical world that can't be done as well right now. So it's training more of the humans to move atoms, right? You know, rather than moving bits, the AI can move bits really well. But moving atoms, it's still not the best at. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which does make it a bit harder. Well, maybe not harder for van life, but say combining that with van life, if you're actually needed because of your physicality, Van life actually really does work there because you can actually go and move to where you need to be and do like, you know, the prep work before that and you drive and you go and be physically in a place, physically present. My, yeah, okay. But my head went to bad dark places with that immediately. Oh, no. <laughs> the AI moves the, the monkeys around in the little boxes to take them to where they need them to move the, the atoms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in that tiny, I mean, that's Uber right now, right? It's just an algorithm yeah. dictating where everyone can go. The monkeys think they're in control, but they're not. Silly monkeys. But the other thing I really love about van life, it, like, I initially love it just because I think it, it it immediately wiped out that half half your income cost that mm. goes to it Man, to mortgages, mortgages and rent. So then you you immediately free people up to be like, okay, you now don't have to work half as much as you do to, yeah. to pay to live, which is great. And that's like a huge thing. And then you, from there you can start knocking off other things like you know, okay, how do we make food cheaper? How do we make you know mm. uh, clothing cheaper? Electricity, tech, communications, yeah. blah blah blah. And then you could do really cool shit like um, have dynamic uh gatherings dynamic cities dynamic towns dynamic villages like where it's just like okay everyone is now you know all the biohackers are now going to this place and that's where they all hang out for the next couple of months or all the um you know uh what's another cool like group of people um like farmers farmers okay yeah so uh, let's go farm tech like all the all the people who want to build like farming robots like they're all gonna go hang out at this van village for the next couple of months and because you've got no physical ties, like you're not, you know, stuck in one location, you can just be like, you know, at, a, at an instant, just be like, fuck yeah, I'm going to go there. And it just, you can drive there or it self-drives there. And you can hang out with these cool people and just like get this massive kind of flowing of information. I, I, I think it's going to like, at the moment, like van life just seems like a, a cute little like, oh, that's just like what the millennials are doing, like to travel around and blah, 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 and have fun and take photos on Instagram and stuff. I think there's a chance where I can become like, quite a major lifestyle option that yeah. a lot of people will take up because it will be better 
on an economic basis and better on a um, lifestyle basis than what fixed housing can offer. Well, absolutely. And with the trend now of fixed housing just skyrocketing and it seems that all governments are trying to, trying to aim for increased um, uh, <laughs> house prices, which is just literally stealing money out of the people working. If you, half of your paycheck goes towards that, that means you know two and a half days of work a week is going to pay some little leech on the sitting like, by their, you know, in their mansion somewhere. Up. Yeah. Always so, up, always up. Yeah, always, always up. up. So actually having a van going somewhere is a great way to rebuke the system and say, well, fuck it. I'm going to actually, you know, work for myself with that. So, I mean, yeah. just economically, we, holy we, shit, that's going to be a strong force. We definitely need to prevent van lords. Though. Yeah. Van lords cannot happen. If it happens, it's over. You would hope that it can be mass produced. Like vans are way easier to mass produce than land is. Yeah, like, well, I, I have this kind of fantasy in my head that you should be able to create a self-driving all-electric van for like 10 grand. Mm. Like, I don't understand why electric car... Like, I think, I guess most of the cost of an electric car these days is the batteries. But if you think about it, like, you could literally... It's quite literally like four motors, four, four wheels, and a battery pack with a shell. That's space, And then some computation. Mm. <laughs> um. So yeah. I don't know why, yeah, why electric cars are so expensive these days, and what can you if you if you think from first principles, how low can the cost of an electric car yes, go? Totally, yeah. Well, yeah, from first principles around the whole van life concept, you could get it really cheap and really just pump it out there. Yeah, that would be freaking brilliant. That'd be a great way for people at uni or for just people starting out. The way that you could actually like you know multiply your income, you put down ten grand now compared to well, you pay like say thirty grand a year in rent. Hey, ten grand yeah. a year in rent, you get to keep the rest. <laughs> you don't need to worry about all that other shit. Not even ten grand a, rent, a year in rent. It's like okay, you rent it to be. It's like rent to own. Oh, well, yeah. Here. It's like yeah. you know, just by, by default, you can buy a ten grand self driving van home, yeah. and you pay you pay it off in like you know installments of like a hundred bucks a week or fifty bucks a week, and then once it's paid off, it's like it's yours, and now you don't have any rent. And then because the electricity is just like free from solar, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's essentially like. You, know, you plug into some free. Uh, I mean, I, I'm sure they're going to end up like charging shitloads of money to recharge electric cars in the future. <laughs> it'll, it'll become another rent seeking thing, but well, it's it a good way be. to do it, right? Like, say you uh, um, you work throughout the day, have all the solar panels, like you know, charging the car and stuff. And if you need to get somewhere else, like you know, you just drive at night when you're asleep. You've got the AI automatically driving you to your next work site, and God, that's a great way to keep costs low. Holy shit! I suppose, it, yeah. If you if you only have to travel, like I don't know how long a solar roof would work for, but yeah, if you only have to travel five ten k's a day mm. and you, you don't have the time pressure of like having to travel 100 k's in like one day like maybe you can do is pure solar roof you just like you just jump from place to place every five k's well imagine if you could uh actually uh fold it out of seeing like a camper vans that do that and it doesn't just have to be the roof yeah. that's there if you're actually immobile for say when you're working you don't want the vibrations in the car or something you're sitting there working, you fold out all of your solar panels and that allows you to drive like, you know, another 500 Ks that night or something. You can, yeah, that'd be pretty sweet. A great way that you get to keep your actual money and like the amount of innovation that will happen from that. Fuck. Making people richer. It's good. Yeah. Free time. Yeah. Lower, lower. I love this idea of like, if you lower people's living costs while, while simultaneously increasing their remote income, then that's like, it's like a, a realistic path to freedom. Yeah. Like to giving people free time. Because if you only need to work, you know, let's just say you have to work one day a week, like 
to to cover all your living costs like that's fucking awesome yeah well that's where innovation actually happens is where people don't actually have to focus on all of these tiny little things that will take up all of their you know best brain power they can focus on the big thoughts and work towards something great exactly like becoming a twitch streamer yeah exactly (laughs) no hopefully people think bigger than (laughs) attention economy stuff Uh, what what were the other topics what van life and ai and future work ai future work We've done pretty well tying them together. It's been weird what? stuff there. These are big topics. <laughs> yeah. It's a lot to cover in really 20 minutes. Just oh. casually tie them together. Well, we're oh, trying yeah. to go with new shit. What else have we, what have we missed? AI. AI is the big, the big thing here. Like It can go anywhere. It's just like the thing of magic right now. What the fuck will AI do? How will it end up changing everything? Right? Future yeah. work may not even be a thing because the AI can just do it all, especially with like, you know, new robots coming out. So don't even need to be there physically. Or 100 years from now, you may not need to. Well, there's the other thing that's always pushed in the futurist community um, by the typical, like, the guys that get paid to do keynote speeches. Um, <laughs> um, they're always, you know, then they wear suits. You see them. Mm. You know who they are. Um they always push this idea that like, you know, uh, like abundance, like we're going to have like, uh, you will never have to work because the AI and the robots will do everything like full automation. And I mean, you got to think about like the reason why people fear automation and AI now is purely because of the way the capitalist system is structured because yeah. it's, you know, if the technology and the AI and the automation and these neural nets are owned by companies with a for-profit motive, they're owned by a handful of people, then you're going to have to go through those companies to access that automation. It's not in the control of humanity. Yeah. And so therefore there's always going to be a cost to it and it's always just going to like be an extractive thing rather than an abundant thing. It's going to have artificial scarcity attached to it. Yeah. Um, I know it should be a celebration that we can actually achieve all this efficiency. But I mean we see yeah. it now with like all the artificial scarcity that happens online with like say uh, loot boxes or anything digital, all of this shit that's just put in there where it doesn't need to be like to make it more efficient, you could just get rid of that stuff and then people would have more of their money and they'd be more efficient doing things i mean hell that's what it comes yeah. down to like you know with copyright and all that shit but the problem is we're, we're stuck yeah. in this current economic system where it's like well yeah a, a robot would be great but if it takes away my ability to like pay rent and yeah. food for food then that's not good i don't want that <laughs> and that's the reason why people fear automation and how how silly it is from a macro perspective but it's makes complete sense on a personal level for those people <laughs> exactly <laughs> it's like oh fuck but then they're always like, oh, well, they can like, you know, the truck drivers can learn to code. It's like, come on, man. <laughs> That's not a solution. <laughs> uh, indeed. Oh, well, maybe we should leave it there. It's not a positive note to end on. It's Give not. us a positive one. Well, I mean, the positive thing is that everything's going to be done automatically and we can just live in vans and exist wherever we want to go rather than only the richest living by the beaches and in paradise. You could have people automatically going there. You could be dropped off there, go and have fun, and then your van automatically drives back and picks you up. You can go and live in the best possible places all around the world. That'd be kind of cool. You go to Europe or America or Asia or something, and you just slowly, over a year, just drive across to all of the best places in the world, working little bits. It's kind of kind of you like a utopitarian. Oh, fuck, I don't know that word. It's really good. <laughs> it's like a yeah, digital nomad. Yeah. Nomads coming back. Okay, there you go. That's positive enough. Yeah, let's do that. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I'll, we'll uh, catch you later. I'm Tristan Grace. I'm Nathan Waters. Bye. See you.